Welcome to the Do What You Love podcast, a podcast with a mixture of personal development and career advice to help you reach your full potential. Now over to your host, Life Purpose Champion, Amanda Heal. Welcome to another episode of the Do What You Love podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Heal. Today I'd like to talk to you about overcoming fear and anxiety and offer three things that I do regularly in my life to overcome these. So why would we want to overcome fear and anxiety in our lives? Well, firstly, it stops us from doing things. I've spoken quite a bit about my fear of catching buses, and this was a very practical thing which stopped me from getting out and about and travelling independently as a blind person. Fear of the unknown might stop us from trying new things. So would fear of failure. I know that was a a big one for me. It's so much easier not to try something and avoid the fear of failure than trying it and possibly failing. Fear of speaking in front of people is another very common one. That's not one that affects me, but it affects lots of people I know. Fear of job loss, fear of illness. That's very relevant right now in the times of the coronavirus. So our fears can stop us from doing things. But secondly, another reason to overcome fear and anxiety is that fear and anxiety produce a chemical reaction in our bodies. We have a hormone called cortisol, which is a stress hormone. That's the basis of our flight or fight response. It's meant to keep us safe. A couple of episodes ago, I was talking to Jackie Lefebvre from Magma Effect about our values, and she gave the wonderful example about being in the jungle and being approached by a saber-toothed tiger and how our cortisol was, is meant to keep us safe. It stops us from stopping and looking at the tiger and commenting on its teeth and whatnot, and it just makes us run away. And that's what it's meant to do. But most of the time, we're not facing dangers like that. So what happens is because we can't run away, physically run away from most of our fears, what the cortisol does is it limits or lowers our ability to think rationally and make good decisions. But the other thing cortisol does is it lowers our immune system. And that's why, you know, people who are constantly under high levels of stress are more likely to get ill than people who aren't. So... Every time we feel fear, it lowers our immune system. Our cortisol levels go up and our immune systems go down, just that little bit. So how can we overcome fear and anxiety? There are three things that I do. So the first thing I do when I'm feeling afraid of something is I think, what's the worst that could happen? Putting it another way, where does it sit on the catastrophe scale? Is it like right up the top? with something that will kill you? Is it sort of in the middle? Yeah, it's pretty bad, but, you know, it's not a disaster. Or is it down the bottom? Oh, well, you know, it's really not that bad, really thinking about it. So taking my fear of catching buses, what's the worst that could happen if I caught a bus? Well, the worst that could happen is perhaps I catch the wrong bus. Perhaps I get lost. How bad is that on the catastrophe scale? Well, it feels like the worst thing in the world when I'm in that situation, but really it's not that bad. I can ask a passerby for help. 
I can ring someone and say, look, I'm lost. I don't know where I am. I can bring myself up on Apple Maps and see where I am on my phone. So really, it's bad, but it's not catastrophe. Fear of the unknown. Well, yeah, there are some potential bad things that could come up in the unknown. And some of them could be catastrophic, but most of them probably aren't. Fear is speaking in front of people. I've heard many people say that they feel like they're going to die and they wish that the floor would just open up and swallow them. I've never experienced that. I will, you know, I can literally talk underwater. I've tried it. <laughs> and um, I'm really not afraid of talking in front of people at all. Might be a little bit nervous if I don't know my content very well, but I could never describe it as fear. But what's the worst that could happen if you're talking in front of people? Well, they might laugh at you. Perhaps if you're not trying to be funny, that would be a really bad thing. They might not laugh at you if you are trying to be funny and, you know, that, that wouldn't be great. They might think a little bit less of you when you've finished whatever you're saying. But it's not a catastrophe. It's not as bad as it feels. You're not going to die. No one else is going to die and it will be really okay in the end. Fear of job loss. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's, that's a pretty bad one, but it's not catastrophic. There are things that can be done and I'll get on to that in my third point. Fear of illness. Well, in this time of coronavirus, that's, you know, pretty bad up there on the scale of illness. So what's the worst thing that could happen with coronavirus? The worst thing that could happen is that you could die. The second worst thing that could happen is that you could be asymptomatic and you could give it to someone else who could die. So the consequences of catching coronavirus could be pretty bad. They could, in fact, be catastrophic. Your death or someone else's death, that's catastrophic. That's as high, pretty much as high as it goes. So think about how bad it really is. Rank it on the catastrophe scale or think about the worst thing that could happen and rank that on the catastrophe scale. The second thing I do is I do a bit of a risk analysis. What's the risk of that thing that you're afraid of happening? Going back to that list of fears again, catching buses. The risk of getting lost is really fairly low. And as I've said in the previous point, the consequences of getting lost really aren't that bad. The risks of the unknown, well, they're going to vary. It's unknown. That's what makes it unknown. But some of the risk of some of those things are going to be pretty low and some of them are going to be a bit higher. Speaking in front of people, unless you haven't prepared at all and you really don't know what you're talking about, the risk of any of those bad things happening to you, people laughing at you, people not laughing at you, people thinking less of you, is fairly low, really. The risk of job loss, that really depends on your situation. It could be very high right now. The risk of illness, depending on where you are and depending on who you're with, will dramatically affect the risk of catching coronavirus and other particular illnesses. So do a bit of a risk analysis. If the risk of something is very high and the consequences, the catastrophe scale ranking is very low, then as the experts say, feel the fear and do it anyway because you'll be okay. If the risk is very high and the consequences are very high, then you probably shouldn't do whatever it is that you're afraid of. That's your cortisol keeping you safe. So, you know, playing golf on a golf course when there's an electrical storm right overhead and lots of lightning 
I think you're pretty right to be afraid of that because there's a pretty high risk that you're going to get struck by lightning and getting struck by lightning is pretty bad. If the risk is high and the consequences are high, listen to your fear. If the risk is low and the consequences are high, then you'll just have to weigh that up. You know, is it worth taking that risk even if it's low to suffer those bad consequences? If the risk is low and the consequences are low, just do it. You'll be fine. Like me catching buses. The risk is pretty low. The consequences of getting lost are really not that bad. So I should just do it. So on to my third point then, which I keep alluding to. What can you do to lower the risk of whatever it is that you're afraid of or lessen the consequences? Because if you can lessen the risk and the consequences or even one of those, that's, that's a good thing. Catching buses. I can lessen the risk of getting lost and the consequences of getting lost by being prepared. I check and double check the bus route and the time and make sure that I'm getting on the right bus. I ask the driver when I'm getting on the bus to make sure I'm getting on the right bus. I have an app on my phone, which anyone can use, sighted or blind. It's called Move It. That tells you where you are. It tells you what bus to catch and it even tells you when to get off. So I use that. And sometimes if I'm feeling particularly tired and the risk of getting lost is higher, I ask the driver to tell me when to get off. So I'm very prepared. I also always have my phone with me. So if I do get lost, if I do get off at the wrong stop, I can ring someone and say, help, I don't know where I am. I've also got used to asking strangers for help. And usually people are pretty kind. So I've done all that I can to lower the risk of getting lost and lower the effect of the consequences of getting lost. So I just get out there and do it. Fear of the unknown. Well, you can think of all the things that might happen and perhaps future proof. So if you're afraid of losing your job, perhaps go get some financial advice and see what the consequences of that could be. You can future proof for, you know, perhaps economic downturn by saving or again, getting financial advice around your investments, that kind of thing. So there's different ways you can future-proof as much as you can. Fear of job loss. I sort of mentioned that in the unknown part. And there's a podcast I did earlier on the eight things to do if you're thinking of leaving your job. And I've also done some podcasts on job loss, which provide some suggestions and I will link to those in the show notes. So you could, for example, if you're afraid of losing your job, you could update your CV or your resume to put yourself in the best possible position. You could start looking at your networks, who you know, where else you could possibly get another job. Speaking in front of people. Well, the best way to overcome that one or lower the risk of that happening and lower the consequences of the that happening is to prepare. The better prepared you are, the better you will be able to perform. Fear of illness. The best way you can really lower the risk and the consequences of illness is to keep yourself healthy. Eat right. If you can't eat right, take vitamins or perhaps a bit of both. Do a bit of exercise, drink plenty of water. You know, just try and keep yourself as healthy as you can in these days of coronavirus. Take all the precautions and, you know, you're, you're, you're really doing your very best to keep yourself healthy and take precautions to lower the risk of getting sick. 
So they're the three things I do on a regular basis to help overcome my fear and anxiety. If you have any ways that you deal with fear and anxiety, please feel free to share them with me in the comments or just PM me and I can do another podcast on your suggestions about overcoming fear and anxiety. That would be really great. Now, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Do What You Love podcast. Until next time, have a great day and do what you love. You've been listening to the Do What You Love podcast with Amanda Heal. Feeling unfulfilled and frustrated and unclear what to do next? Access Amanda's Are You Living Out Your Purpose quiz and resources to get you started on your journey to doing what you love at www.purposevisionfuture.com. That's purposevisionfuture.com.